Oh, I suppose we better. I'm sure everyone can hear us. No, oh, yeah, I hope so. I forgot to take down the overlay. There, I, uh, that's I, vote, I vote for the new sizzle reel instead of the old one. The new one? I don't even remember which one we got on there. Yeah, you played the old one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, everybody. I'm back from the communist nation of Minnesota. Yes, I survived. Didn't even get thrown in jail. Happy to say I broke <laughs> every one of their firearms laws, and I'm proud to have done it. So don't care. Well done, MV. <laughs> I, I carried into a lot of places. Um, of course, I was concealed carry, but uh, like I said, I, was, I broke all their laws. I really don't care. I have no respect for anti-gun Second Amendment, anti-Second Amendment laws anymore, and I plan to break them all. So perfect. with that. I, that's just a perfect time to read the Second Amendment. A well-regulated militia being necessary to security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And by the way, last week I caught your opening. I thought that was pretty good. A little change-up. I liked it. Uh, Thanks. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that about JFK. I don't know if I, I mentioned it, but he, is a, he, he was a lifetime NRA member. Yep. Um, he actually, he was presented a, I forget what it was. Uh, was that a rifle? I don't even yeah, remember. Yeah, it was M16. They gave yeah. him one. He was walking around the Capitol with it there. That's, it great. That's awesome, isn't it? 18, <laughs> good to see you. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, they do exist. They did exist. The Democrats weren't always communists. Um, no. Unfortunately, they took that. Oh, they'd hate him, no. What's that? They'd hate his guts, no. Oh, they'd kick him out of the party. I, I imagine yeah. if JFK would have been would have survived, he would have ended up becoming a Republican just as Reagan did. Yeah. Um, totally. Him and Reagan held a lot of the same beliefs. Yeah, and, they're about the same age. Yeah, they're about the same age. And, yeah, I, I just feel that that's probably what would have happened. So, And yeah. I even chimed in from old Chicky Filet, so that was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, <he laughs> Gene, you're right. Gene just said JFK wouldn't be a Democrat today. Yeah, so I, I do exactly. believe that. There's no way. Oh, so Josh, hey, hey Josh, what's up, buddy? Trampas, good to see you tonight. Eric, uh, see the numbers are down a little tonight from last week, but uh, it was a nice day. It's early. Maybe, it's early, and maybe some people are still out there getting back from the field. I I didn't do any hunting today, but I did. I was busy today working on that. Got the siding done, got the windows in, so doing the trim work now, and that's always tedious, but it's got to be done. So. Eric, he likes that uh, prairie dog flip and exploding. Yeah, that was uh, my buddy Travis. Uh, that was his son Dylan popped that sucker down. That was uh, Sioux County. <laughs> I laugh like a little schoolgirl. He says. <laughs> All right, Clayton, let's uh, let's right hit a little it, recap. So, everybody up North Dakota knows deer Sunday was the last day of deer rifle season up here. We'll start off just like this. There you go, deer season twenty twenty three. <laughs> you, got, you got the hunting rifle <laughs> you bet you bet i didn't get my deer with that particular rifle that was actually my buddy tried you know took the like told todd i was going to take the picture with the beta drum in there yeah. and uh <laughs> i did i did try there you go brian traveling through minnesota in true mbe fashion love, love it. it absolutely absolutely <laughs> lynette's in hey guys you're can't read that signs in my Colorado things in my way, which is yeah, fine. That's uh, and yeah, the Colorado's uh, one of our main sponsors. He's covering <laughs> up the comment, Lynette. So you better you better have him fix that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I'm a dad, so I got my deer before anybody. Before I did the show there last week, it was uh, and then uh, Friday, my dad got his, 
Got a nice wide one, and and then Saturday, Travis got his buck, and then a mule deer doe walked right out after that, and my buddy John got his, and well, and uh, I think, thank, I, thankfully, I because, think I got some pictures of some. Of yeah, all right, let's see him up right, here. Right there, there's you your got, dad. There's my dad, 27 inch wide. That's an old bugger. He didn't have one tooth left on his upper. On his he looks like upper. an old deer. I bet he was <laughs> magnificent a few years ago. I mean, he's yeah. still nice. But yeah, he, uh, he, yeah, my neighbor guy actually had a picture of him. And he, he actually, you know, what rescind receded in antler wise from mm-hmm. last year. But yeah, I'll he was still that. kind of a heavy old beast there, real wide, not real tall, but uh, yeah, he. Didn't smell at all. Any man, we when we uh, we actually hung him up and gutted him that way. We did that a couple of them this year just to try to see how it worked. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of a gutting in the field kind of guy, but uh, yep, there's Travis's uh 22. He was 22 inches wide, and he got them back. That's that's my bad on the picture. I mean, his back tines definitely the pictures don't do that deer justice. I'm not gonna lie, uh, either way, there's another lots of three by threes I see in clay, young ones, yep. Not not real old deer either. I didn't. My dad was easily the oldest deer. Most of them were. I mean, I think that the EHD in that winter killed off most of the older deer. The good news is, and I sent you a video, man. We did see, we did see some whitetails up there. I got a few on my camera, and we got a video yep. one coming by the by the camper there. It uh, it it uh, you know. It, hey, I was glad to see some whitetail. Uh, hopefully, the bull hunters don't kill them. And hopefully the you know the fuddle loader guys don't get them here in the next few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, here's another. Here's yours. Um, oh my was, God, is that a monster? <laughs> <laughs> nice deer. There's not. You know, there's nothing wrong. Like yeah. you said, you took them three no, trees out of there. Man, I think that's a good thing to do and take them out of the herd. And um, yeah, Trap took some nice pictures of my deer too. I mean, in, in per, he he is super tall. His back tines are <laughs> ultra tall. You know, I, right. I I was more than happy to take that deer. I seen him before, yep. and I and I thought to myself, you know what? If I see him, I might, you know, I might get him. And and sure enough, that's how it went down. No, I, th- I thought you did good there. So mm-hmm. let's see what mm-hmm. some of the comments are. Uh, Eric says he needs to. Uh, he says I need to teach you how to f- fully. And I'll just move forward. Cape a deer, then I can buy the capes from you. Those deer have some beautiful capes on them. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I know how to cape now. I'm. I don't. You, you know how to cape? I'm guessing you do. Um. You know, I I, I don't skin the whole okay. skull, Eric. I have never done it. I've just taken it right up. I know how far back to cut when I cape them and that. But right. as far as like skinning the whole head, I've never in my life skinned the entire head of a deer like. That. I guess I. I I'm more than willing head, to but... have you show me what, what you want me to do, and because next year, man, um, a lot of people and. I, out at our place are going to have they're going to have tags i mean unless something really wipes a deer out some more but we got a lot of people with two two points so yeah and a couple yeah. gratis tags so my uncle didn't hunt at all this year because he was in california with his family but and we still got to get it so eric can come on here you know we had him scheduled that night and mm-hmm. it just didn't work but we'll get him on here and who knows I, you know if we do it right he's still got a bow tag maybe we should have him uh maybe do a video of that and then we could play that video mm-hmm. and have him kind of narrow, yeah. narrate it as we go because it is important. Uh, so everybody to do that. Everybody always says, Clay, um, you know, you can, you know, you can shoot a doe and use that cape and then off of something else and have that mounted yet. Man, I, Eric, I tell you what, the biggest <laughs> mule driver shots in my garage, and and I would, I would freaking love if I get it. I mean, I'm pr- pretty sure I'm going to get a doe tag next year. I, I doubt I'm going to get a buck, but 
Um, I would definitely shoot a doe if that actually works. Where you do that, I would I would be happy to do that and have Eric actually mount my my biggest mule deer. It and, and to some people it ain't that big. It's like a one seventy two, but he's he's real wide and got beautiful forks. And yeah, I don't know. And, I mean, uh, I I have actually I've seen some people do that. It works on probably a smaller body deer. Eric can probably answer this better. You know, when they go into that rut. It's hard to get that off of you know off of them doles, but I, maybe it can be done. Eric would know best. He he's done some mm -hmm. pretty good patchwork for me. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I guarantee you, my dad will probably get a buck next year again, and my uncle Dean will, and they ain't gonna full head mount it. So if, if that's the case, yep. I'll skin them. Hey, I seen De good evening, Dan. I'm just curious, Dan. I put a Dan had a question last week. We were talking about Ruger rotary mags, and his didn't work. Okay. I was saying what junked and factory rotary mags are. I I responded to your comment down with a with a youtube link on how to fix the magazines from last week in the episode not sure if if uh, you saw that or not but or maybe you looked it up and figured and got it figured out just, just curious what you figured out about the magazines or if you just kind of said the hell with it because you had one that worked <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, eric says uh a doe cape on a buck is all bs he says look at the facial features of a doe to a buck okay so that that makes sense okay so. all right and i'm gonna wait till next hey you never know i might get drawn again man as many of them three i tell you what if i do get drawn again for next year and there's a lot of like three by three i don't know what happened the older deer whatever killed them but the three by threes just absolutely took over at our place there's a couple i'm gonna give my buddy travis some huge props right here clay um the same day that he did get it was it that day that he got his buck i think we we went on a long you know there's a bunch of valleys and whatnot and out at our place and trees and and, and uh mm -hmm. water runouts and we we stay in the low areas and we come up by the big big dam there on the south end and man i all i saw was these deep forks and i hollered at him like get ready a big one's coming you know <laughs> and um it, it was a fairly good sized mule deer come out probably 160 to 165 four by four but just whippy and young and and trav pulled up he had him dead to rights at about 80 yards there and then the deer took off and he said nah he's too pretty i can't shoot him and i'm like you're better than me and he's like you think so and then he'd come up and skyline kind of and turned sideways and i was like uh oh and he got down dropped down with his bipod again and and i was like you know i told him i should actually at that point i seen it again and i was like i probably wouldn't <clears throat> And then he just pulled up again and said, "Nah, man, he's got to he's got to make it till next year." So I hope it does because that deer was that was an uh, awesome, awesome deer. And I'm glad to hear stuff like that. I mean, I, I've hunted with guys that are that way, which is good too. But then I've also hunted with some that you know they just kill it. They don't care. You know, they just don't care. And it's kind of like really. I mean, that deer had a lot of potential. Oh, the genetics this yeah. deer has. I mean, is, like just I said, let it whippy walk. though. You know what I mean when they're that when they're that whippy. I mean, but I mean, he was much bigger. My thumb, all his, all his times, but God, he right. was. I mean, you know, and the one, and the one he got. So the one that he did get, I will say this. Remember, I, I don't know if it was on here or another. We talked about like the high shoulder shot and the neck shot. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, my dad got his with a neck shot. I wasn't. My buddy John was with him, and just i guess just piled him up like a sack of potatoes <laughs> and my buddy trav got his the high shoulder shot we were talking about that one that just right above the shoulder blade there and not the same way that thing never moved again yeah. he absolutely crushed that thing 308 150 green my dad <laughs> sierra uh, travis using sierra game kings i think uh okay. my dad was using uh burger match bullets and pff, it's just 
crushed him. So, Nailed. you know, I remember I, I said that last week. Everybody's listening. I've been watching videos, and, and my neighbor guy up there said, don't believe that bull crap match bullets will kill just as good, if not better, than hunting bullets. Yeah. Right. Man, so my dad's proven that over and over. He's been using the match bullets for years, and, God, he's been just smoking them with that thing in that creep. Good deal. So Eric's out in there. I got a picture of a doe and a buck next together. I'll post that one on one of the chat pages. You can see the huge, huge, huge difference between the two and why it doesn't work. And, you know, I, I figured that was probably the case because they're just a smaller animal. They got, they're different. Yeah. Just, what? You mean a male and a female hey, Clay, don't assume genders <laughs> and size, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I got a quick question. I'm going to put this picture up. You know, you tell me, is this the one I think? That, was that one that came off? I think you sent that. To that's me, him, you? man. That's the one. That's, that's the one I got, Clay. That, that that's deer what I right thought. there. I've seen so, him a couple times before the season opened, and and yeah, second week there, um, I got him. So it's, great. That's him. Eric says that my dad has a muzzle loader tag. If he gets one, I'll do a video on a total cape job. That'd be awesome. Awesome. And then we'll get him on here and talk about it. Well, if I have to, I'll go down to his place. But I think we will. You know what, Eric? You come on up here. We'll have supper. On Wednesday evening. Buy him some of that dark beer crap he likes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, all right. So now I'm going to go to some of the pictures that actually uh, Eric sent in here. So yeah, right here is Eric's deer. Nice, respectable yep. uh, meal deer. I'm guessing that was a uh, public ground because uh, Eric hunts a lot of public land. So you look uh, pretty wide you... too there on the front. That's got to be a twenty decent deer. Yeah, decent deer. Um, and right here is his wife. That's a little white tail. Awesome, mature white tail, younger, but yeah. But I, I, you know what? I don't care what charity gets. Charity is expecting their ch next child, so she was out there doing this while pregnant. So kudos to her. Dang, big kudos for her. Yeah, not gonna miss hunting season. This is a friend of Eric's. Uh, another, you know, just a four by four, but yes, a sir. Little, little lighter. Well, he got a big but, body uh, on him. Yeah. Um. You know, when you think about it, when these some of these guys they come out here for a weekend and they got basically two and a half days to hunt. Sometimes I got to make decisions. Yep. And then here's his daughter with her doe. Nice big doe. That's dough. a big doe right it. there too. Yeah. All right. Oh, there Eric said twenty-seven and a quarter wide. Awesome, yeah, man. Go. That's a yeah. that's awesome. Twenty-seven inches is great. That's dude. a hell of a wide boy. That's my dad's was twenty-seven right on the nose on the inside. So every, so Clay, everybody, we were having a discussion. They were measuring it and they're to the outside, and I'm like, nah. You go inside on the main beam that's your width measurement now you go to the outside i'm like no you don't you go on the inside eric am, am i not correct on saying you measure the inside on the main beam for the width i mean because that's yeah, what i was. don't know i'll tell you the truth I, well eric i imagine knows there's probably some of our other people that know on yeah. here too i'm so. not definitely not a professional scorer i mean i've done it before and it takes me and my buddy a long time because we go on like muley freak or whatever and do yep. it and i mean eric can probably whip my i know my buddy brad can measure a deer and so Eric put up here. He says that buddy of mine, that was one we showed. I uh, shot that mule deer. It comes from the commie state of Minnesota. <laughs> I'm pretty good for Minnesota. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Yes, sir. He said inside. So inside on your main beam is where you measure the width of your you deer, go. not outside to outside. I mean, you can say that, but just you know you're cheating yourself in your head when you do it too. So <laughs> yeah, it's uh well. It's kind of like we call everything, you know, five by five or five by four, but you get out of here, everybody counts every point. I don't know if it makes it sound bigger. I don't know. I guess a point's a point, but whatever. Yeah. So I'm going to show a couple of pictures. I can't tell you who took this one, but uh, we, I think we're going to have him on. That's a nice deer. Um, you bet. What he you told bet. me, it, it's going to go 150 plus when he, when he measured it. And 
you know, he's not the heaviest deer, but there's definitely look at the length. Look at yeah. the length. Oh, guys. Yeah, and that's a South Dakota white-tailed deer. It was taken not far from me here. So we got some awesome. nice genetics in here. It was a great hunt. It was, I mean, he literally had a day to do it. We got him on some private land, and uh, I'm hoping next week he'll be on with us and he can talk about what that hunt was about because that that was the South Dakota special buck tag, special West River buck tag, and he drew a whitetail one. So, you know, he had basically one day to do it, and he got her done. And uh, good for having one day right there. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. And granted, I, I I got him in touch with a pretty good guy, a good neighbor of mine, and neighbor helped him out just you know what it was the way it was supposed to happen i didn't really ask the permission i had him call him they had a great conversation and he said yep come on down he came down that morning um he brought his little e-bike and he said yep that's okay if you ride that up to the area and then he he hoofed it all the way around that area about mm -hmm. 600 acres is all there was but kudos to him that that that's the way it's supposed to happen perfect so I, I was very happy to see and i'm glad we could help him out um you bet we're making a good friend. Yeah, there, I'm I looking think, forward Jamie. to hearing the story yeah. for sure. And then I got to show you this. I had some people that hunted on mine. I'd give them some permission. They sent me some pictures of what they found. Now, I knew this buck was on there, uh, but mm -hmm. he, he hasn't been there the whole time. He moved in after season started. And you, I'm not going to say where the people that know me know that where this Straight area is. Straight Clay's house. Yeah. <laughs> but look at this one. That was yeah, quite a, a distance. right there. And that's new. I, that one, I had no clue he was on the place. I've been, mm -hmm. I would put some game cams out now. I'm hoping to get some pictures Boy, of it. that's a heck of a. That's yeah. a nice, nice deer. So the whitetails are coming back. I'm happy uh, that, that they are starting to come back out. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we had EHD go through here and I mean, knocked them out. <clears throat> so to see this two years later and see deer like that coming around now, I didn't see a ton of does, but I do have does. Mm -hmm. uh, north of my, my Northland up there, it's more. It's got more mule deer on it than it's ever had versus whitetails. Maybe it'll stay that way. I'm good with that, but the other ground I have has whitetails moving back in. So might get the best of both worlds here. We'll see. Yeah, you get some culture going on there. <laughs> some culture. <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got crossbreeding. <laughs> we got a couple comments here. Uh, Keith O'Donnell said his dad has two mealy bucks in his yard. We watched him during Thanksgiving dinner. Nothing. <laughs> you know what, Keith? That's funny. We were down my... Aunt, uh, my wife's aunt and uncle's place on beaver Bay. same thing big herd of mealy does came out and a nice buck came out but everybody was all eyes on both of them nice uh yeah. nice to see that i mean actually there's some nice mule deer down there. i've seen some you know people have like 180s plus uh they've they've <clears throat> harvested down there i never saw the big one that was supposedly on my on my land but uh i'm sure he got chased up off the river um north of us is the cedar so i'd never they said it was a 170 mule deer i never saw it i went and looked and so if it was there you know he probably either passed through or he went back to the river that's mm -hmm. my guess i, I really doubt that uh, he stayed there because i had never seen him before and there are some big deer up there on that river yeah oh. so got a little uh psa here uh josh patterson commented reminded me speaking of deer hebron wildlife club has a good deal going for the kids a chance to win a rifle go over there and vote for your favorite my favorite is odessa but she is also my little hunting buddy, so I had to vote for her. So I got it right here. Um, my is that buddy the Facebook Brad, page? Yeah, my buddy my buddy Brad Veith sent me this. Um, so it's a Hebron Wildlife and Gun Club Youth Whitetailed Doe Hunting Photo Contest. Um, one prize per division. You can win a Mossberg Youth 
Bantam 308. That's right, 308 Winchester. Still badass, a little perfect. <laughs> um, rules of entry. Don't must be. Here we go, Clay. See what I said? Harvested. We're going to talk about this a little bit. Don't must be that, harvested yeah. during the 2003 North Dakota youth hunting season. Must have valid North Dakota hunting license. Two photos to be submitted by November 27th. So I guess that, that would be yesterday. Um, first youth with deer. Second picture of tag attached to doe. Um, there will be two divisions, How's that? boy and a girl. Yeah, th yeah. there you go. <laughs> there will be two divisions, boy and a girl. Winner will be determined by the picture with the most likes in each. Division of each Hebron Wildlife and Gun Club Facebook page. Voting ends December. Okay, so you got till December 15th to vote. Winners announced December 16th. Text photos to Travis at 701-690-1611. They will then be posted to our Facebook page. So cool. Um, I know my buddy P Man. He's daughter I got when I posted on our page. Actually, that's a heck of a heck of a doe. But um, yeah. again, guy's number is Travis seven zero one six nine zero one six one one. And you got till awesome. December. What I say, December fifteenth to submit the two photos. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, Clay. We'll see. We better see if I did this. Fast enough. Go ahead. Go ahead and run our ad, and uh, I'm going to try to load this up so we can yeah, run it Yeah, yeah. All right. Here's our first ad. Here we'll be right back. Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. Or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having. And when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area. But why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your Pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our Pro Second Amendment, Pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. All right, Dan, thanks again to Lauer Auto Repair. I tell you what, guys, there isn't a better place in Bismarck to get that, that work done to any vehicle you got, and they're going to make sure they take care of you. And as Jamie said in the ad, you know they're supporting our rights. That's what probably That's right. the best. 701-258-6308. Talk to Axe and the boys will get you set up. So I'm going to put this up quick like again here. Yes, sir. Uh, maybe I'll just do the I'll maximize. There you can see it there. And I'll just kind of scroll through this uh, just so everyone can kind of see. Uh, you can see the pictures here. Of all mm -hmm. the kids and their youth, uh, deer. So, I mean, this is great. Look at there, one with a suppressor. Um, <laughs> I, man, I don't know that kid, but I might have to vote for that just because when they're out with a suppressor, <laughs> saving ears and, and reducing recoil and doing everybody else a favor. I like yeah, that. It's, it's Kudos great to, to see that, that. Uh, young, young person's dad right there. And uh, nice, nice big does there. I mean, yeah, it almost looks like a. Be a savage anyway. <laughs> yeah. There, that one there that's a nice picture, too. I like that. Yeah, nice real job nice to Lucas. There. Uh, there's Reagan, another doe that must have been one of them got her done at day or at the end of the day, but uh, <laughs> the sun was going down. Yeah, I just thought I'd scroll through some of these. A lot and, of a uh, uh, lot of happy faces there on them kids. Oh, look at there. 
Coyote, got a, too. They got a doe Whoa. and a coyote. Nice Perfect. job. Get the doe Perfect. and then take out the doe killer, right? Yeah. There's Odessa. This is who, uh, and I'm sure yep, we know why. So that's uh, my there. buddy oh. Brad. I met Brad years ago. We worked together at Wilhelm. Awesome. And here's Mike. So they got some repeats on here, but Pendleton. Huh. <laughs> <That's a> cool <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> they'll uh, explain it to him someday <laughs> so yeah, uh yeah this must have been something this is uh from october 30 it looks like uh maybe a predator hunt i don't know i'm just kind of scrolling through guys and looking what they got here's olivia yeah, go over there and check out their page yeah go check out their uh, page and uh see what they got going on and uh yeah see if you can't uh send some pictures in i think we got you a bet. lot of people that probably could so all right great so i, I one more thing i'd add about deer season clay the yes. numbers definitely definitely down you know uh, at our place definitely out like i said i would say a third down and like i said at the beginning of the show mature bucks mm, there was there was maybe one there but um or two like i said my dad got one maybe there's one or two others but numbers were down hopefully winter doesn't come and put foot to ass on the deer numbers again (laughs) yeah you know but um you know we got our tags filled like i said a lot of three by threes so and it's That's like okay. hope, hope the fours get through and spread some genetics and it does just because they're a three by three doesn't mean they're gonna actually have offspring of a three by three either but the odds right rich honor yeah he, uh, he uh, asked how does one upload a, a picture i have one so as far as the facebook page i think you probably just send it to them that i don't know if you want us to put it up here just email it to guns at guns and the 701.com or you can text it to 605-430-9503, and then we'll definitely put it up here. But uh, maybe uh, – Yeah, the guy's, the guy's text number, Rich, he said you can text it to his to, – what the heck was the guy's name? Right, Clay, you just said his number, yeah. right? Here, I'll put it up here. Yeah, Travis, Travis. is the guy's name. So text, text the photo. photo to 701-690-1503. Yeah. So if you win that Winchester, you know, let us know. Yeah. Hey, by the way, you're looking at a guy right here. I won uh Ruger ten twenty two. They had the Ruger ten twenty two for the um you know October twenty second is mm-hmm. now officially Ruger ten twenty two day. And they had a sweepstakes and I run across it on Facebook and I entered in it and I'm like, Yeah, right, like I'm gonna win. You know, it's gonna be how many hundreds of thousands. <laughs> and Sure enough, I, I ended up taking the third prize. Uh, first prize was a Ruger um, small frame AR-308. Second prize was a uh, – what's that What's that Ruger pistol you got, Clay? I shout out to Dougie's a little tactical thing there. It's like a 10-22 pistol or 10-45, whatever they call their little 22. Oh, Ruger uh, 22-45. Yeah, yeah. That thing was all tacked out. That was second, and I and I took third place with the Ruger ten twenty two. If you want to see it, I got a, a short <laughs> video on our Facebook page. Camoed out, um, you know, barrels threaded, got sights on it, a nice little rail, and branded for Mandan Sporting Goods was the was the FFL. So they shipped it to him and picked it up yesterday. Nice, nice little twenty two, uh, collector's edition, eighteen inch barrel. So I'm gonna, I'm going to give her yeah. a weekend. Cool. Uh, guys, I put it up here, quick like, so that it can be up there for a little bit. So if you want to text your photos in for that uh, Hebron Wildlife Club Youth Photo Contest, the text number again is 
1611. And Travis is the guy, but I don't think that matters. But uh, so we'll just leave that up here for a little bit. I'm up. I'm yeah. change it just quickly. Give yeah. I hear my buddy Brad comment right here. Awesome. They're doing an awesome thing that Hebron Wildlife and Gun Club is doing. Of course, the kids sure appreciate a shout out. She did a heck of a job with the CZ243. Absolutely. Yep. Perfect. Absolutely. Perfect. <laughs> Eric, he's got a chat. He goes, I know people that would claim Jamie's deer as a, uh, a white tail mule deer cross just because it doesn't <laughs> forge. <okay." laughs> the old dreaded wooly. Yeah, he's gonna look. He's gonna look nice on my wall. He's gonna look nice when I get him up there. That you know, uh, neighbor guy got him skinned out for me, the head and boiled, and all I gotta do is put it on a mountain, which I picked up today. So I'm gonna work on that uh, coming up in the next couple days here. I will. uh, I'm just a piggyback after what you were saying. Uh, I'll tell you this: deer numbers are down, especially in three F two on this end of it. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you what it's like on the east end, but. Mm-hmm. Talking to a few people that came over this way, evidently there's nothing over there either. Uh, they definitely are done. Uh, North Dakota Game and Fish Mismanagement should have never, ever put all them tags out. And when they saw they had leftover buck tags as well as dough, they should have just yeah. removed them. Yep. That would have been a huge thing. But uh, they're all about the money, and I don't care. No one can change my mind on that anymore. I've dealt with them people enough. They don't care, guys. You can give them all the information in the world. They do not care. Oh, it's an overwhelming majority of people that I talked to in Golden Valley and Zapta that said too many tags, too many tags were doled out. Mm-hmm. And Same here. I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. It's, it's you know, and I had thing. a few people on here that I know that uh, were looking for does. They had doe tags, so I did let them on. But mm-hmm. you, st- you got to leave some does too. I mean, right now I can tell you right now we could have, I could have probably taken one buck. And about maybe four does comfortably, and I would have felt comfortable with that. That's how low the numbers are here. Oh, Clay, think of it this way. Uh, my friend John, who I hunt with and been friends with for many, many years, mm-hmm. um, he said, you know what? You, if you kill a doe, you kill her, and then you kill the twins you're probably going to have. So you're actually killing three deer. Exactly. The, the does, I just, oh, I had two does harvested off the place, and I was okay with that. One was a mule deer, and one was a whitetail. And no bucks. Um, I didn't take a buck. Uh, didn't see anything big enough. Now, that one that, that I showed you the picture, if I'd have saw him during season, I might have had to go out there. <laughs> I but, mean, uh, yeah. You got, yeah, you see something like that. I mean, uh, I, I mean that's a nice deer. But yeah. uh, I guess I, I also got to take solace in knowing that that deer lived and he's on the place uh, yeah. along with that other picture. And then there was a couple more that I been sent by a couple of the guys that were on the place hunting. And uh, there's some good seed stock out there. There truly is. So I'm good with that. Eric said there's way too many tags in South Dakota, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know you're, you're trying to make everybody happy and give them tags, but you're not doing anybody any favor by no. just giving, giving tags out. I mean, they got to be, like I said, unless they have this amazing, um, you know, um, birth rate or something, they they, they right. got it. They're going to have to. They should have. I knew there was too many doe tags right away when I seen it. But Oh, I, I agree. All right, Clay. Yeah, so Josh we, Patterson, I didn't fill my tag in 2i. But I only got out for a few days, and I missed a couple. But my focus was my son getting his, and we were so it was successful yep. to me. Absolutely, that and that's, you know, like I told someone here a while back. I think I've told you this too, Jamie. I like hunt. Don't get me wrong. I, I want to get the big one like everybody else. But mm-hmm. watching my boys hunt, get their deer, yeah. 
it's yeah. better than anything. I guess I'm yeah. at that age where I'm good with that. I really am. My so, youngest is, as I'm like, I just said, my friend John um, is one of his sons. They're, they're going to be getting their hunter safety and hunting this fall. And that, that is my main priority. If I don't get drawn, I, I couldn't care less. So, I'm, I'm looking. I, I would love to, to see both of them get that and show them how you skin them out and gut them and field dress them and do the whole thing, cut the meat up. So, you know, well, things go right. I got to look. I think there's there's probably archery tags left, I imagine. Oh, you can, everybody can get one. Yeah, like, so there's, there's I, no, no limit on them. I man. think would... I'm gonna have the boys each get one. Um, and uh, yeah, I might have them. They've been itching to do it anyway. They've been doing a little practice. Well, you said your oldest, he likes archery. I mean, I he like archery the, too. He's not like guns. So, well, I'm I'm a gun guy, but you know what? Maybe this is this is the year maybe for him to get out there and try to to take a nice big uh -oh. juicy doe Clay's off. He's gonna get corn. a spin off here. Bows in the seven oh one. So uh, Clay, you know what? I'm pretty sure he's got a hurt shoulder. Maybe we can use a crossbow. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. More ethical. Um, I noticed <laughs> we've said harvest a few times, Clay, which can lead us into our next topic here. We were going to talk about the article on outdoor, outdoor life, and it, it's um, harvest or kill. Which term should hunters use, Clayton? <laughs> I use kill quite a bit. I've been known to say harvest too, just either I've used them both, but yeah, I really, I'm not a PC guy. Um, it's kind of like you and I were talking about, and I've read the article. I'm not worried about the other side and what they think. Okay. Mm -hmm. We've been trying to break the bread with the other side. I don't know why, because their main goal, at least the hardcore ones is to eliminate our sport. They don't care what we do, what we say, well, how do they, it's little bitty steps, just like gun control people. Yeah. They don't want us to hunt. So I could give a freaking rat's ass what they think. And <laughs> when I do meet them, I kind of, I, and I, you know, I'd like to tweak them. So I use the word kill on yeah. purpose in front of them. I don't care. Cause I'm never going to change their mind. Now, that being said, if you have people that uh, may come to your side and it looks like they, they're going to give it a chance, you might want to tone it down. Um, there's there's definitely a place for that. But you when you're dealing with right them hardcores, the can... piss on yeah. them. I'm done can... compromising with the hardcores. <laughs> when you're talking to somebody, I mean, you you get the vibe right away if you're going to be able to change them or if you might as well just give it up. Right, and you'll know it. You can just so tell Clay, by when you grew up, did you ever hear the term harvest when it pertained never. to hunting? Never. I never did either. And I, I, when I say it now, and I'm, you'll see it, I, I do use it in I've some said posts it, yeah. when I post. But I, I actually, I'm going to be honest with you, when I'm doing it, I actually giggle to myself when I say not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if somebody uses it, I don't care. And, and when I say it or I use it in, a, in our post on our soul, I'm, I'm giggling about it. I don't, I don't care either way. I, I think, yep. you know, <laughs> one of my friends came up once and hunted, and we ran into my dad and Beulah on the way up, and He's, and he's like, yeah, I'm ready to harvest the deer. My dad goes, yep, throw them right in the hopper when you're done with them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like this article is talking about, you know, he asks, is, is this a good thing? Is using the term harvest sanitizing hunting or is it being dishonest about it? Good point. Right. And then on the flip side is talking about shooting and writing about killing, turning non-hunters against hunting. I can tell you right now, a non-hunter versus an anti-hunter are two different groups. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Some people are, are non-hunters, but not, not against hunting. Yeah. And I have to, you know, the ones I've met, I've got family members that are that way. They don't seem to get all 
triggered by using a term harvest versus kill. right those are the people that say did you get your deer did you get you know that they, they ask you did right. you get your deer yeah and especially my family members they all know me so they know i'm gonna give it to them straight mm -hmm. but uh, you know i now the antis you know and i don't know if he's talking about the antis or, or if he's got them all grouped you know in this in this article uh, but, he's kind of got them split up a little bit so but i i can tell you that i'm not worried about the antis right? you're never going to change their mind the non-hunters there's he, probably he, some things he there. says that as such i mean no matter what you say you're gonna it's a waste of time to them well it's like he yeah he says maybe there's a reason to keep both terms and like you we just I, I have used both terms mm -hmm. i really have just kind of depending on who i'm talking to yeah and like i said i don't i don't i don't care if somebody uses it i'm i'm good with it i i agree it is kind of sanitizing what you say instead of kill or shoot you know i mean i don't know I mean, I, I, I don't, say shoot, I say kill. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. If you can't pull the trigger on one because you can't wrap your mind around killing that animal, well, then you probably shouldn't do it. Right. Um, it's it's part of life. The animals are there for our use. Uh, that's how it was intended. That's scriptural. The animals are there. If you want to really go down that path, that the animals are for our use. Now. I don't believe, you know, Eric actually sent me uh, something today in one of our chats because there was a, a dillweed on there talking about coyotes and, you know, basically kill them, shoot them, hurt them, make them suffer. No, I don't believe in that either. You're no, going to hunt the like animal, hunt dogs. it, and, and ethically kill it. Do, get it one shot if you can. I mean, that's mm -hmm. what your goal should be. But there's a place for management and there's a place for uh, for all of it. And I don't know, I like deer sticks and I like to eat meat. So meat comes from an animal and if you can't wrap your mind around that, well, then right. maybe you should well, do it. So, like, one of these guys here he was talking about that he kind of was interacting <laughs> with on, on uh, social media said, um, I believe we should speak politely but unapologetically when speaking nope. the truth about hunting. We can agree to disagree with non-hunters, but I do not need to make words sound more gentle and friendly to try and sway them to my beliefs, which I, I agree with that as well. You know, you don't yeah. gotta be a dink about it and look them right in the yep. face and you know, all angry, uh, mad dog and I'm I killed it. You know, that's not gonna help right. you out. It's not gonna no. help you. It's not gonna help us. But I, you know, I. It's, I mean, uh, when I've been in conversation with people, I don't. It ain't like, hey, I killed this deer. No, you know, hey, did you get a deer? Yeah, I killed it at about two hundred yards. It, it, that's how it comes up in conversation. Right, right, right. I, and I agree. So it, I would say or, or shot you, it. If, if somebody says harvest, like Brian Wander's got a perfect comment up here. I, I, yeah, I you know, Scott Bogmeyer kind of says the same thing we do about it. But when I hear him say harvest, I, I would shoot him a text and say, what kind of header do you have on your combine to yeah, harvest? He, and I've yeah, said he, it, you know, he put it up here. He goes, prizes. I never hit a deer with a combine. <laughs> 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 I've seen pictures of it. They don't go through the yeah. cutter. No, no. Uh, Dean <laughs> says, if God didn't want you to eat animals, he wouldn't have made them out of meat. <laughs> Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, like uh, said, yeah. Man, so we... there's a lot of coming in here. Eric says harvest is for farmers. Yeah, true. yeah. And uh, Gene says since we're talking management, he says I say muzzleloader season should be in October. Well, that's a whole another rabbit hole. I I still don't think kind of flipping back yeah, to that. Play, you know what? I agree. That's right. I don't like hunting. Season business. should be over yep. in September. Ah, there you go. Oh, JD, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> One tag system solve it all. Oh, <laughs> man, I think it's going to Man, we'll happen. really tweak some people. <laughs> it's like, it's I didn't say I'm advocating for it. I just it's said, either hey. going to be that or you're going to have to go for that draw for, uh, for a boat tag. I think it's, 
and I, you know, like I said, I said last getting week, I don't, know, talking, but, I don't know if you but, caught that last week, and I said um, the number of hunters has grown since um, COVID by 26% nationwide. Right. And I said, Clayton and I already said there's already too many hunters for the number of game, and now we got a quarter, a quarter of a percentage more. More. And, and you're supposed to just dole out uh, bow tags to anybody. No, that doesn't jibe with me. I saw more people in this area right here where I live in probably a 20 mile area than I have seen probably ever. That tells me there's a lot more out there, a lot more people out there, whether that's due to the tags that were left over. So Mm -hmm. they applied for the union. Mm -hmm. And then there's, there's just very minimal publicly held land by taxpayers up here that they can hunt. So they're, what are they doing? They didn't make any contacts with most of us landowners. I'm telling you guys, there's too many hunters for the land available because you're not going to get on everybody's private land. Like I said, I had a few people, but numbers are down. We know this, those yep. of us who live there. So we weren't letting as many people on either. I'm definitely going to be on there before I let anybody hunt because that's the whole point of owning the land, right? Mm-hmm. Other than making a living with cattle and whatever else, but then I get to hunt it. So you're yeah. not getting on there before me, <laughs> but you know, and, and, and our buddy, John Arman, who's a huge bull hunting advocate, he, he said, I mean, he's right on board with you and me, Clay. He said, there's too many people that are hunting yeah. right now and they're giving out too many tags for number of game. And he's a hundred percent right on that. But and I, I saw one more that. thing, Clay, before we probably should get rolling. To the, yeah. <laughs> Eric says, take, take rifle hunting away from the rut. I absolutely agree with that. I agree with I, that. And I will say, Eric, the rutting activity in our unit was the weakest I've ever seen it. Now, the first couple weeks here, I, I can't say it was heavy. Um, the whitetails were heavier than the mule deer. But these last few, this last week especially, and even part of last week, holy cow, did that, did that, we had that mm-hmm. little cold snap. And yeah. I mean, it kicked it into overdrive. Yeah. Them, in fact, I was out yesterday just kind of overlooking them cut sunflower field. Them bucks had one thing on their mind. Yeah, <laughs> and they that, were going that hard. Uh, that didn't do diddly shit. In our, I've ne- I've, um, that's the weakest rut activity I have ever seen yeah. up there. And, I, you know, I don't know, Eric, some of these other guys can chime in. I imagine it's different all over. But that's pretty heavy. You know, I saw it really, really, really heavy, mm-hmm. uh, more so the end of the season than I did the beginning. But that ain't always the case. That isn't well, the case, but all right, Clay, let's uh let's take our double break here, yep. our double ad, and then we're gonna come back with uh second amendment bullet points. I got two, Clayton's got two, so let's hit this and, and come oh, back. Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Guns and the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota. For all your custom window coverings, you can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. 
This husband and wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. Hey, All right, what, Clayton, um, if you listen to the show and you like it and, and you need uh, blinds put in or some work done on your vehicle and you don't go to one of our sponsors, you know what you are? Nasty person. <laughs> <laughs> we keep that in the queue, guys. That's always there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, President Trump. Oh, that was great. But, uh, uh, and and there, I tell you, the blind guy, they do some great, uh, great work as well. In fact, uh, with these windows I'm doing, Danelle wants to actually think she wants to change what we got in our bedrooms there now so mm -hmm. i might be given why well, it's only going to be a couple small windows really but maybe him and i can do some work maybe maybe you can come down and do some shooting make a weekend absolutely <laughs> so i'm going that's I'm what going i'm going bird hunting with them at the, at the farm saturday so gosh dang it now you yep. want me to now i want to drive up there i think <laughs> i got things going on well we're not staying overnight but i haven't made it up there yet <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I tell you, my cousin uh, Mike said he's got a prairie dog town, so we might have to go up there and, and uh, for ah, sure. There go. I'm shooting it one way or another, but whether we get up there well, and do it together and do some. We still want to do some videos of dogs on snow, and you know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Well, nothing else. We'll do some coyote hunting. There's plenty of them. Right Marty now. said he's got to go. Dogs, uh, God got one treat. Catch all you on right. Replay. Thanks, Marty. Appreciate Thanks, Marty. you listening, buddy. Another guy who's invited me several times. I ain't made it over there yet. I mean, I, I could actually spend every single week traveling somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wyatt said that'll work. He just texted me, Clayton. So, All right. Sounds All right, good. Clay, you want to uh, you want to hit your first bullet sure. point first? All right. You, you go first. You know me. I like to always keep us up on different court cases and things yes, like sir. that. And I love it when it happens in a commie state like Maryland. <laughs> so... Uh, there's been a case going on there for quite a while. I'm not being as a bullet point. We won't go too far into it. But essentially, Maryland, they have a, a requirement that requires, remember, law-abiding people seeking to get a handgun license. They have to secure a handgun qualification license, which entails taking a four-hour firearm safety class, complete a background investigation. Guys, this ain't a background check. This is a full-on investigation. I mean, it goes way deeper Rubber than gloves. anything. Yeah, maybe not that far. but. <laughs> and then waiting. Then you have to wait up to 30 days. And then when I did a little checking into this, it's most of the time 30 days. Uh, very seldom do they, they be. And they have well, 30 days they take fight. it. That's reasonable. That's reasonable, right? So it got, of course, it's been challenged in court. It's made its way through. Um, it, was, it, it was over, you know, it was struck down, right? Then the state of Maryland went ahead and appealed it. Well, the federal appeals court and the Fourth Circuit found the law is not consistent with the nation's historical tradition of firearm regulation. Where have we heard that before? Hmm. 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 That would be the Bruin case. Yeah, yeah. This runs as the standard now. The Supreme Court has set this in its recent New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin ruling. And we've talked about that how many times. Bruin, guys, is now the gold standard, and I'm glad because it is restoring Second Amendment everywhere. Thank you, President Trump, for your appointments. Absolutely. That's And, and the, you'll love this. So uh, basically talk about you got to – here, here's one of the statements from Judge Julius Richardson, a Trump appointee. 
In Maryland, if you are a law-abiding person who wants a handgun, you must wait up to 30 days for the state to give you its blessing, Judge Julius Richardson said (laughs) and wrote in the majority opinion. Until then, there is nothing you can do. The issue is out of your control. Maryland has not shown that this regime is consistent with our nation's historical tradition of firearm regulation. Richardson also wrote that Maryland's requirement does not fall into the same category as laws that prohibit dangerous people from attaining weapons because it doesn't identify a specific group to restrict. Instead, it prohibits everybody from acquiring handguns until they can prove that they are not dangerous. So Maryland's law burdens all people, if only temporarily, rather than just a a class of people whom the state has already deemed presumptively dangerous. I couldn't have said that any better. Finally, we have these judges, we have these courts, mm-hmm. we've got the rulings, um, and that and Bruin was huge that they can go after this stuff, saying, wait a second. And that's what they are saying. The state and state of Maryland, you are a guilty person, you are a dangerous person until you prove you're not to them. That ain't how this works. Well, that's all that the leftists like to look at people, Clay. I gotta note this though. This is an Obama appointee, Judge Barbara. Milano Keenan, yeah, that sounds American. Anyway, wrote the dissent that the majority's hyper-aggressive view of the Second Amendment would render presumptively unconstitutional most non-discretionary laws in this country requiring a permit to purchase a handgun. Exactly. Good. Because they should be, and they are unconstitutional. Because there never was You're a finally law like that when it. they made the Second Amendment. Exactly. Exactly. So I thought that was a great 2A bullet point to let, give everybody an update because this is happening this we expect things like that to be overturned in our states. This is happening in the bluest of blue states with the worst laws. So you yeah. know what else Maryland and Massachusetts and all them have? And I bet that's coming up. Salt weapons bans. So oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. coming out of there that are going to be overturned as well. So all right. We need a little deal like Trump with the old wrestling guy who said, suck it. For when that happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Clay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit my first one here. So um, every branch of the U.S. military has their own logo, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, one, though, in particular, is largely separate from an individual group worn by various branches of the military and most recently <laughs> law enforcement organizations. That would be the Punisher skull has developed a meaning oh, all its goodness. own, right? So okay. who well, who is the Punisher and where did this ever come from? Right, I it's mean, I, I you know I I've watched the, the movie. Yeah, I saw the the Punisher movie two thousand four. Thomas Jane was was the Punisher and John Travolta was a bad guy. Great movie, great movie. I actually think Thomas Jane's a Republican to be honest with you, but probably uh, that was a great movie. Though. So the Punisher the Punisher skull came from the Marvel Comics character of the same name. Uh, Frank Castle, that was Thomas Jane's yep. character in there. Um, he was introduced to the Marvel Comics universe in 1974 as an anti-hero to Spider-Man. Like I said, the character's Ooh. name is Frank Castle, who was um, an Italian-American Marine sniper who fought in Vietnam in the original comics and the Iraq War in more modern, uh, this word always baffles me, iterations <laughs> of this story. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Punisher's goal was to stop crime as a vigilante following the murders of his wife and two children by the mob, which John Travolta was the mob boss in, mm-hmm. in the Punisher movie. Which, he made a great mob boss. Great. <laughs> I mean, the, the end of that movie was so awesome. Oh, when he that was, yeah. the, Travolta killed his own his own right-hand man, and it was awesome, man. 
His logo, a white skull, can be seen on different members of the U.S. military. I didn't know this. It was removed by Marvel in 22 and replaced by a variant of the Japanese Onai skull, whatever the heck that is. I have no clue what that is. Yeah, I don't even Um, So although the Punisher um, was initially a side character in the Spider-Man comics, he was eventually given his own series, which only helped his popularity. He subsequently earned many fans within the military as the most prominent veteran within the uh, Marvel Comics universe. Yet, it wasn't until U.S. Navy SEAL and great American with a statue in Odessa, Texas, Chris Kyle, used the Punisher Skull logo that it developed a meaning within the U.S. military. In his autobiography, Kyle recalled how his team came to adopt the symbol. We called ourselves the Punisher, he wrote. He's a real badass who writes wrongs, delivers vigilante justice. A movie by the same name had just come out. The Punisher wore a shirt with a stylized white skull. Uh, Kyle went on here. Our comms guy, which communications guy, suggested it before the deployment. We all thought what the Punisher did was cool. He righted wrongs. He killed bad guys. He made wrongdoers fear him. That's what we're all about. So we adopted a symbol, <laughs> a skull, and made it our own. With some modifications, we spray-painted on our Hummers, our body armor, our helmets, and all our guns, and we spray-painted on every building or wall we could. Um, so, yeah, right here, the Punisher skull was used by Chris Kyle and SEAL Team 3. I was going to say the Battle of Fallujah. Yep. I remember that, seeing that. They Wait a second. Like, Is that that's Weapons of War? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing that, and I was like, what's with the white skull? And then the Punisher movie came out, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And so, and soon adopted by Ira- the Ira- Iraqi militia. That's right. Militia is not a bad word, my friends. Right. Right. Um, members trained by American forces. It's an unofficial symbol for those who served in Iraq. And it wasn't long before the U.S. police officers were adding it to their uniforms and equipment as well. And it goes on uh, the, the Blue Line spokesman, Pete For- Forehand, I think is the guy's name, explained the organization's use of the logo, saying, it's less of a violent overtone and more of a promise to criminals. You think you're getting away with it, but it's karma. <laughs> if you're committing violent acts one way or another, you'll be meeting consequences. And on there top of the movie, Clay, in the comic book, there's, there was also a Netflix series. If anybody who's watched The Walking Dead, Shane portrayed um, uh, Frank, what was the character's name again? Frank Castle in the Punisher series, so... I think it went on for two Ooh. years. I've never watched it, but I, some, right. some of my buddies have, and they said it's pretty good. So okay, that, that's that's one of my two-way bullet points here. We All know right. the Punisher. And thank you, Chris Kyle. It's a crying damn shame. Somebody took him too early. He was a great American. Yep, he really was. And uh, I went to that movie, and I, I tell you what, uh, at the end of that, it was one of the movies that nobody talked through. And yeah. at the end was even the ending, my goodness, where, where they're you know having the, the funeral there at Texas. Yeah. There was just it was complete silence in that room. So, very yeah. moving movie. Go see it if you haven't seen if it. Go nobody, see it. if nobody knows Clay, the owner of the Cowboys, actually um, contacted Chris Kyle's widow and widow. said, "You can. I'm going to let you use Texas Stadium. Yep, and um, they did Cowboy Stadium for for his funeral, and they did Filled huge it. line going there. Yeah, it's it, it's uh, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean." Jerry Jones and, does some stupid things, but that was one of them he got right. I don't know if Vance is still listening, but uh, Vance remembers this when we went out to Wyoming uh, for our shooting, for a long-range shooting class. Well, where we were at, 
the guy who made that statue was from, uh, I believe, Wyoming. And we saw this thing laying on a trailer. And we're like, oh, so we left a card there. Hey, it's the NRA guys. He yeah. got back to us and then told us, yeah, this is heading down to Texas. And all. I was like, so that was pretty cool to see that statue yeah. right there. It was, had just been made. So, yeah, it was pretty uh, pretty interesting. That, that's our Chris Kyle story. And we're like, oh, that's kind of hey, cool to see Rodeo that. guy, too. Nobody knew that. I didn't either until yeah. I saw the movie, actually. <laughs> I got to say, I've been monitoring. Hey, thanks over to the Rumble, guys. We've had about anywhere from seven to ten people watching over there. So good awesome. uh, good evening. Thanks, I should have said hi earlier. And to answer Gabby Rios, 59, she says uh, she loves a six fire. I mean, it's a him. Sorry. I don't know who. But she was a U.S. military committing a crime against the servicemen for not chambering rifles in 6.5 Grendel. I just, <laughs> you know what, Gabby? We love a 6.5 Grendel. That's what yeah. Jamie switched to here. Um, you know what, Gabby? Bullets, um, just bought, uh, bought a new 20-inch upper today from yep. um, not our, we have no sponsor, from Palmetto State Army. I just It's on its way, baby. So we're going to be some videos sure. coming about it. You sent me the link, so I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have to order one. I don't, I do not have that caliber, so I'm probably gonna have yeah. to get that. And yeah, the I'm price looking... was right, guys. The price was right, so. big time. Yeah, and, and like I said, the lower I got, I've, I've had it for a year. Um, DJT's face lasered on the side of that lower, so oh, and it's actually it. Clay. Speaking of the Punisher, it's the Punisher face the one skull I got. with the Donald Trump hairdo yep. on it. So that's what I all, got on my lower. When I get so. it all built and put together. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to do a video on it and that, that will definitely. All be right. Wrong. So I'm going to have to order one now. So we can have <laughs> dueling Punisher six, five. I mean, perfect. All right. Perfect. All right. Clayton, you give, <laughs> so, give us your second. Uh, so, BP. so my second one, I'm going to keep on the, the, uh, the, the case court cases. So uh, in Pennsylvania, they've got some warrantless, searches going on that uh finally people are kind of upset about uh we got the uh, what are you hiding what are you afraid of yeah what am i afraid of uh you know commies <laughs> tyrants you know anyway attorneys representing the second amendment foundation and its partners they challenged they made a challenge to the montgomery county sheriff's effort to conduct warrantless searches and seizures from licensed firearms retailers in their county they filed a brief in response to objections by the defendants in support of an application for summary relief. So what they got going on here in Pennsylvania, if you get an FFL in Pennsylvania, and by the way, there are other, federally you open yourself up anyway, okay, on your premise. But Pennsylvania took it a step farther, and they say they have the right now to go in there and do a, a warrantless search of everything you have, whether the whether you have your firearms business located Say in this building, nope, they're going to search your whole premise. And that, that's the biggest problem here is what's going on. The Second Amendment Foundation was joined by Shot Tech LLC and Grant Schmidt. The defendants listed are Colonel Christopher Paris, a commissioner of Pennsylvania State Police, and the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office, Sean uh, Kilkenny. So then it's funny, after this, one week after this lawsuit was filed in the Commonwealth Court, both parties agreed to an enforcement stay while the case is being heard. So that means a stay means just what it means, like just like what we had in the Fifth Circuit Court on, on pistol braces. No action is going to be taken. No enforcement is going to be taken, which is good. There's a 48-page brief on this whole thing where both Paris and, and uh, Kilkenny, who's the sheriff, Bob, obviously not a constitutional sheriff, should be, a, should be voted out of office, they admit that they're enforcing these respective laws and regulations and policy. It's funny they mention laws, though. There's no law that says this. This was actually the problem. 
It says, unlike other areas of Pennsylvania law, where the legislature craft the language and they're the ones that actually pass the law and could allow for a warrantless search, the requirement to allow such for an FFL dealer, you know, other than what the feds have, is found nowhere in Pennsylvania laws regarding firearm sales and was wholly created by an administrative agency. While legislative waiver of constitutional rights does raise concerns one can envision and, and implemented by an executive agency simply cannot be a lawful delegation of authority and will never pass constitutional muster, especially with the Bruin case now decided, which he's right. Because we've taken this action to assure that the constitutional rights are protected from legal oversteps by law enforcement, founder of Second Amendment Foundation, Executive President Alan Gottlieb. So I'm glad to see this one coming. Uh, this is just one of many here in the last three months that I've been following. Holy cow. These sheriff agencies, again, I would call Pennsylvania a purple state. Um, I know Kevin hasn't chimed in here lately on our show, but I'm sure he can tell us all about I think Pennsylvania. It's blue. I think it's a blue state. I think it's blue. I think it means more They're blue than up. anywhere. Yep. And, again, they got the problems of their urban areas is what's doing it. But yep. you're seeing this stuff all over these blue states like this, and we're winning in court. Guys, this is this is bigger than anyone's talking about, but you'll hear it right here because we were losing these cases. I mean, we were losing them big time after time mm -hmm. after time. Mm -hmm. And because of NRA and the Bruin case, let's not forget who – who pushed that case and it was the national rifle association. Now yep. everybody else gets to ride them coattails in their cases, which I'm and glad. Still piss and moan about the NRA. And they still the complain time. about the NRA. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we got another article that we may hit on Friday on Todd's show about exactly yeah. that. So well, that was a good anyway. one. And, uh, Check your uh, check your telegram photos. I got something from the blind guy for you, speaking of the Punisher. But okay. Gene Cox waiting on Palmetto State Armory to get the STG-44 out in production. I agree with you, Gene. If nobody knows what the STG-44 is, it's a Sturmgewehr 44, the actual first uh, assault rifle. That's from World War II, produced 1944. Um, they actually wanted Hitler to do that um prior to when he actually did do a production of it and it was like one of the hey that's i said i guarantee you that's where um mr kalashnikov got the idea for his ak-47 <laughs> everybody gives him credit and yeah. and no and we, we did a whole thing about that <laughs> yeah your ak-47 is not as good as an <laughs> ar-15 so leon Fratz uh -oh. has been sending me videos how they uh -oh. drop the ars in the mud and they run good too i'm not against ak's i'm just telling you that's a communist piece of junk compared to an AR-15. So, oh, AR-15 is superior. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Just like America's everybody. Ah, oh, JD, you can't. See. Yes, I can. We are. All right, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Clay. My my second two A bullet point here is um, pretty fast. It's um, you know everybody's familiar with the old Marlin lever actions, right, Clayton? Oh yeah. So Marlin has came out now with the dark series lever action rifles. You know, okay. dark series, yeah, just kind of what you're thinking. It's all, it's, it's all black. It's not your, it's not your grandpa's lever action. Like I got a nice, uh, 30, 30 lever action, but, uh, Marlin announced the shipping of its dark series lever action rifles, which they put a modern twist on your classic Marlin rifle. These all new rifles feature a nylon reinforced polymer stock equipped with the M-lock attachment slots. The whole forehand, it's like an AR. It's like an AR forehand on this lever action. You can put whatever you want on it, right? 
And additionally, an anodized aluminum handguard also features slots for attaching attachment attachment of accessories. The rifle comes with that's right, baby, threaded barrel. If you ever see it threaded, <laughs> I mean, I think lever action guns with suppressors are freaking awesome, man. I love I that shit. I love it. I, I spirit. Yeah. Go ahead, Clay. I'm with that. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's freaking awesome. And it's a radial brake. It comes with that, like I said, or a thread protector. Fiber optic front sights, and I love fiber optic sights, too. My eyesight's close up is not good like it used to be. Then fiber optic sights work freaking great oh, yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. what Gene's got here, uh, it was the first, speaking of the STG-44, the first intermediate uh, cartridge assault rifle, and it looks cool. It does look cool, Gene. It looks bad. Like I said, that guarantee yes, a Kalashnikov got a hold. The Russians got that from German prisoners. They when they overran Germany, and <laughs> and they based it off of that. So they sure did. Um, yeah. So a Picatinny rail. They got a Picatinny rail also on these Marlin Dark series for mounting scope rings, various optics, and they say they got a generous recoil pad, which is definitely needed on on some of the calibers of this thing. Because you get big recoil. These the lever actions are light guns. They're real light. And a cheek riser, uh, which is uh, for optimal sight picture when using an optic. And speaking from the, the blind gals, 17 <laughs> lever action with a, with an optic, a scope on it, you definitely need a cheek riser. It's, uh, that's one bad thing about lever actions. You put optics on them. It sucks trying to get the right, um, right your, your uh, cheek well to see through your scope. So the price on them, Clay, there's three different models here. Uh, the model 1895 here, that's which comes in a 4570. Trust me, you want a good recoil pad for that, baby. <laughs> yeah, the, the MSRP is 1379 so you basically knock $100 off of that. I don't know why they always do this, but it's like $100 oh, yeah. less. You get five in the, in, the, in, the, in the mag, and you get one in the chamber, 16.7-inch barrel. That one is currently available. These next two currently aren't. The, the model 336, which chambered in the 3030, same stock, slated for availability early 2024. The model 1894, which has got the 44 Rem Mag, 44 Special, same stock, and that's um, that's not available to early 2024 either. So, okay. but right now you can get the 4570. Man, there's a lot of 4570 fans out there. I like I like a forty five seven. I got a couple of them. It's a lot of fun to shoot, but like you said, you better have a recoil pad. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if you break you're breaking up on me when I listen oh. to you, Clay. I don't know if everybody oh. anybody else can hear, but uh, I'm not hearing it on my end. But that, let us know if it's happening. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gene Cox. Oh my God! An assault lever action. Gene, that's already assault rifle weapon of war going to, back to the 1800s. So yeah, <laughs> weapons of war. All right, Clay. You what do you got? I'll tell you what. Let's do our last ad. Yep. And then you come sure. back, and Clay's going to do his. What is it? Patriot. Pa- Patriot. Company, right. Got a Patriot company. Yep. Patriot company, and they're going to do the happy ending, and we're going to wrap it up. So let's let's Sounds do good. our last one here. At Lauer Auto Repair, they're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your pro-Second Amendment repair shop. 
when you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto. Don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. All right. You got me? No. Oh, we lost. <laughs> Jamie's not back. I can't. So, hey, guys. We're back here. Hey, Blade Raid TV. Hey, sorry you're traveling. I know, and uh, we're going to connect next week, uh, Andy. I, I did call and tried to leave you a message, but your voicemail's full. But let's get together and uh, let's get you on next week. So uh, have a safe trip. Hopefully you ain't in the communist state of uh, Minnesota like I was. So with that, then, Jamie's uh, taking a little break here. I'm just going to go right into the Patriot nope, Company. He's back. Oh, he's back. The Patriot Company of the Week this week. <laughs> And this is a very local company here. And I thought, you know, I'm trying to, I mean, there's lots of them out there. I'm trying to feature local ones, either my area or Jamie's. And so if you guys got some too that you want us to feature, let us know. We got to let the people know that support us, like Lara Auto and Blind you Guy bet. and Amy and Grave, all these we've featured before. So this week, uh, this is a, a restaurant. Jamie, you've even been here. Uh, you'd never guess that this little gem is in the middle of our area, in the middle of the reservation. <laughs> and we had a lot of fun there, didn't we? We and I still got to get Leon down Big here time. because Leon said he's all in oh, on that. Oh hell yeah! We're, you know, we got to get him down here and have some fun in, in there. He's yeah, make some place. damn good drinks and make a delicious burger there. So my Patriot Company of the Week is Fast Eddie's here in Morristown, South Dakota, guys. And and like I said, they're just they're really great people. I know that Jared and those guys support what we do. They, they're they all about conservation, uh, constitutional conservatism. They don't blink an eye at it, guys. They, they support things in the community. If you need a donation to, to a banquet or something like that, especially an NRA banquet when, when they were still doing them around here, they were not, not even a problem. They support the NRA. I know that Jared's a member. Uh, he was a renter of ours for a while. So, I mean, I, I know he's a good neighbor. He, he's just – these guys are solid as far as it comes to constitutional amendments and, and the support of your rights. So they that's why I made them my uh, Patriot Company of the Week. I awesome. highly suggest when you're in Morristown to just come up the little dirt main road. And it's the only restaurant in town right across from the bank and the post office. Can't miss it, can you, Jamie? No, no. And like I said, they'll mix you a mean drink and make you a delicious meal. My, my burger was awesome there. Axe loved his burger and it, it was great. It's a great place, man. It was it was full in there too. Clay it was nice and oh, busy. Yeah. It was great. It was a great place. I fully enjoyed going in there. I'm looking forward to doing it again. Yep, and then we'll we'll get down there again. I have no doubt. So yeah. Hey, bad boys, custom lures. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm chiming in here. So great. How's it going, Brandon? And yeah. uh, Andy, he uh, he joined in here. Blade Rain TV he says he's he's traveling, and we knew that, but we're definitely going to get together with. I think next week we'll yes, have sir. him on. Yes, sir. Hope sometime in December for sure. If not, Gene says, "Okay, I'll start the argument." A short barrel forty-five seventy is a waste of steel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Augustus McRae would probably disagree with you, Gene. <laughs> I'll take it. one of the suppressor on it any day. Suck up that recoil and be, oh yeah. I mean, for anything in one hundred and fifty yards, that, that's uh, that's yep. a hammer right hey, there. Nathan Mall, thanks. Nathan Mall's been tuning in here. So I think it's Mall actually. Mall yeah thanks nathan appreciate you 
Thank so I got to throw this. Trampas Brenner sent this to me, so I'll just put it out here. DNT Catering, their supper at Hammer Down. That's in Carson, North Dakota, December 15th, 2023. Ribs, cornbread, pasta salad, potato salad. 20 bucks a plate, man. Can't beat the deal. Sounds no, like it's a gone. deal to me. 5.30 Mountain Time. 5.30 Mountain Time, December 15th. You know what? Maybe we need to meet up there on the 15th ah, of December. Dang, that sounds delicious. Actually. That's a the Friday night. Good. I mean... Might have yeah. to claim it. Mean, it's maybe. Bill of Rights Day, too. I don't know if anyone knows that, but uh, I know. December 15th is Bill of Rights That's Day. That's badass. So. I love I mean, that. Eating ribs and cornbread and, and slamming some down, oh, I imagine. Yeah. So, hey, it's my so right to blow my stomach up. I love it. <laughs> hey, bad boys. He said his wife's car died, but lucky he knows the guy. That's right. That's right. right. Laurato, there we go. You can you definitely get a hold of him. And I got the number 701 258 He'll get you fixed right up. He you probably know, knows Brandon, that. Maybe man. your house needs some blinds too, because you can get hold of the blind guy to hook you up right there. Blindguyindeed.com. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Clayton. Here, you know, man, I almost forgot, but here's what we got coming right now. All right. You bet if you're listening on the podcast, that's the theme for a happy ending of the week. There's a great video of it here on a live stream. And my buddy Clayton put on there. So without further ado, let's uh, let's get after it right now. So near 5 p.m. on August 1st, 2023, a woman in Raleigh, North Carolina, parked at a grocery store. A man who followed her there and seemed to be, quote, road raging. I mean, we've all seen these people, right? These road ragers. Usually yeah. most of them don't follow you and get out because, they, you know, they probably don't want their ass kicked. But this guy <laughs> did. He thought it was a woman got out of his car and attempted to pry open the woman's doors. Obviously, the woman, mm. fearing for her safety and her life, guess what she did, Clay? Pulled out her pulled out her freaking her side iron, awesome. shot the scumbag. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the attacker was taken to the hospital, but, oh, so unfortunately, he died from <laughs> he his wounds. He didn't security, make it. Security video feed shows the entire incident. And when someone has a response, has a reasonable fear for imminent death or bodily injury, you're allowed to protect yourself. This is actually the county's district attorney who said this, Clay. Awesome. Usually those guys are freaking leftist turds. Yeah. But, uh, this guy in Raleigh, North Carolina, realized um, she she did what she did in, in, in within the law. And I, I, I love it. That's a happy ending. Oh, woman protected herself is. from some uncontrolled scumbag with road rage on a woman trying to break into her car. Well, absolutely. She got a little taste of, uh, as Miranda Lambert would say, gunpowder and lead with probably a little copper mixed in. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and he and the and the perp is a, now assumed his yeah. room temperature, and he's no more. He's, he's a good no perp. Via the freedom seed. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> awesome. Great happy ending. Yeah. That's a happy ending. I so, Clay, I'm going to run this by you too next week. If you're <laughs> up to it, it's going to be December, right? Let's do uh, let's do a segment on on uh, firearms for the man and the woman Christmas gifts. What do you think oh, about that? Oh, I like that. I like that. All I right. So, that a lot. so, next week we're going to – we did that on Todd's show, but I think let's, let's, let's do it on the live stream. Do it right here. Yeah. yeah. yeah I like I it. a lot of good – not just for men – and I know we have some lady listeners, and we appreciate you. We're going to have some. And, hey, and uh, trust me, guys, one of these gifts I got for your wife or your girlfriend, and they're in this, you're definitely going to like this one. <laughs> All right. And I can tell you, too, we have some things that uh, Marty donated to us. 
and uh, we're going to figure out their their AR-15 wrenches. So we're going to be doing something with them here, but we're going to wait till after the yeah. first year. We'll come up with a little. Maybe we're going to have some fun with that. Maybe we'll tie it into a gun raffle or something. So just keep your keep your uh, ears open because yeah, uh, we may be we're going to be doing something. Josh Pedersen said that's a great happy ending for sure. You won't do <laughs> yep. that again. Nathan Mole, the ultimate equalizer. You're exactly right, that's Nathan. Right. What Sam Colt say? God created man, man, and Sam Colt made everybody equal. That's right. That's right. So <laughs> I'm going to put one little announcement out here. Again, this is in Carson, North Dakota. This is going to be December 5th at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time, guys. 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time, oh. I believe. Well, it is Carson, so <laughs> I better double check that, but I assume it is. That's just anyway, that... Carson Peak there in the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a, this is a District 31 Patriot meeting. There's going to be food and there's going to uh, be live in a silent auction. And it's just kind of your chance to come and get to meet. I believe we're going to have uh egg secretary there. Uh, Rick Becker is going to be there talking about property taxes and uh, how we can get rid of them because they are the most, they are the most unfair tax that we all pay and there's no reason for it. Yeah. They need to be eliminated. We should not have to rent our land from the government. So we're going to have those two guys there for sure to talk about. And of course uh, we'll see how many of the legislative uh reps and, and the senators show up we'll see i mean uh i imagine dawson will be there i have no doubt karen will probably be there and who knows if don Scheibel will show up he usually don't like talking to people because he's a coward and yes i've told him that so <laughs> senator Scheibel, you are a coward anyway um we'll see if he shows up but that'll be in carson at the carson of course uh grant county fairgrounds in carson north dakota big nice facility there uh very accommodating and again that's going to be a district 31 meeting so make sure you Make some plans and show up and have a good evening there. And then you get a chance to talk to some of your elected officials and hear about property taxes. Yeah. I'd say that's, uh, and after that, they got a sweet bar there. I've been down there and I hunted in three. Oh, yeah. Times. It's they got a nice place in there. Yeah. They got, uh, it's a nice, it's a fun town. I can, I go to the Grant Ooh. County Fair every year. So I didn't eat in there, but I don't know. It'd be pretty hard pressed to you be as good as Fast Eddie. So, ah, there you go. Fast Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Company of the week, anyway. So I know that's about all I got tonight. There you go, Gene Cox. Um, God made men big. God made men small. Colonel Colt equalized them all. There we go. There's a T-shirt. There's a T-shirt. All right, Clay. So yeah, coming up Friday, Mitchell in the morning, KFYR, five fifty a.m., ninety nine point seven FM, iHeart Radio. Clayton and I, the Guns and the Seven Hundred One Boys, join Mitchell in the morning every friday 8 15 a.m central standard time 7 15 mountain standard time clay and we're on for how long todd about 45 minutes so uh who knows it might go to an hour eventually but it seems like it's catching some steam looking at the numbers so that's yeah. good to see and not only that if you guys don't catch us on the radio and your computer you can see these two pretty faces and clay simulcasted <laughs> on facebook and youtube i know yeah. you're doing that to rumble now clay I have been. It's been working pretty good. It was running tonight, so I think I got it figured out finally. Okay. It's just a little yeah. more complicated because uh, conservatives built it, yeah. so it's more complicated. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. <laughs> night, Brandon. Brad Boys Custom yep. Lures. Night. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, yeah. you guys, check out. If you're into fishing, check out Bad Boys Custom Lures. He's got all kinds of social media sites. He, he does some Right there on Facebook, awesome I see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he does some awesome work on, like just like you said, custom fishing lures. Perfect. Perfect. All right. And then, of course, every Wednesday night right here, 6 o'clock p.m. Mountain, 7 o'clock. <laughs>
Central Time. You can hit us here. Find us on the web at our website, gunsandthe701.com. And, of course, everywhere you get your uh, podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio is the one we recommend Every. being uh, – they're the uh, best, the, man. And who has the best podcast on iHeart? That'd be Gun right. 701. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Andy, our boy Andy from Blade Rain TV, Carolina Slickheads are on those. While we know where Andy's going, <laughs> he's going uh, He's going to fill the freezer down in Carolina. That's okay. Have a safe trip down there. And like I said, we'll talk you to bet, you next Andy. week for sure. See you, Josh. He says, later, fellas. Yep. Catch you on the next one. Appreciate you tuning in again. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, great having you guys here. Love it. And, um, I did get the website. I wasn't completely updated on it because I'd been kind of busy here, but it, I was out there in uh, Kami, Minnesota. I had a little time, so I did get the website updated. So all, every episode is updated on there. Go check them out awesome. if you've missed us or want to see. Last week, Jamie did a good job, and if, uh, if you haven't Thanks, seen Clayton. it, go take, a, go take a look at it. I thought it was a good show. <laughs> Started off a little rough, but, you know, I never did anything <laughs> like that before. Yep. But, uh, you know, it went fast. Hour goes fast when you're by yourself, and and you just you got just got to keep rolling, man. I mean, so. Jamie was even complaining because he only got like one or two beers in because he's yeah, too busy talking. Yeah, a lot better this weekend. <laughs> this is my third one right here. So last week I got through one. A little <laughs> Alabama shine in this tonight. So yeah, yeah, yeah Lauer Lauer Auto uh, mug there. That's a beautiful thing. So absolutely. So all right, guys. Well, we appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate all your support. If you want to sponsor or you want to. Uh, go ahead and get some of our merchandise. Hit the store at our uh, gunsinthe701.com. That's another way you can support the show, and we appreciate everything. We missed uh, Friday because I, we were all taking Thanksgiving off. So I imagine we may – we'll see. We probably will do something during Christmas as far as – I don't know if we'll do a Friday segment, but I know we'll probably do our Wednesday segment. So Yeah. Well, I might, I'll be around. You, you so. might have to do Christmas. I might be on the road to Minnesota. Yeah. You might You might be – you and TTRG we'll might be rolling yourself on the – we'll see, though. We'll see. We'll see how, where we go with that. But, uh, you know, we get through all that, and then January starts a new year. So You bet. All right, guys, with that, I think I'm, unless you got anything, I think we'll call it a call tonight. And nope. see appreciate you too, Andy. One lot, Andy, appreciate you guys. We appreciate you too, Andy. And, hey – um clay you know what uh like i said i'm gonna try and say this all the time do some hunting shoot some guns and what else clayton keep your powder dry yes sir <laughs> all right See we'll you catch you guys friday morning 8 15 central time on kfr tv and then next wednesday take it easy have a great weekend guys